Reading the Bible in Historical Sequence Part 1, Day 17 Taken from Job 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15 Zophar sees Job as needing to repent. Job argues he is not evil and wants to talk with God. Eliphaz dismisses Job's reply as wind and points out that the wicked writhe in pain. Job 11, Zophar Then Zophar the the Namathite replied, Are all these words to go unanswered? Is this talker to be vindicated? Will your idle talk reduce others to silence? Will no one rebuke you when you mock? You say to God, My beliefs are flawless and I am pure in your sight. Oh, how I wish that God would speak, that he would open his lips against you and disclose you disclose to you the secrets of wisdom for true wisdom has two sides know this god has even forgotten some of your sins can you fathom the mysteries of god can you probe the limits of the almighty they are higher than the heavens above what can you do they are deeper than the depths below what can you know their measure is longer than the earth and wider than the sea. If he comes along and confines you in prison and convenes a court, who can op- oppose him? Surely he recognizes deceivers, and when he sees evil, does he not to ta- does he not take note? But the witless can no more become wise than a wild donkey's colt can be born human. Yet if you devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then free of fault you will lift up your face. You will stand firm and without fear. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as waters gone by. Life will be brighter than noonday, and darkness will become like morning. You will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take your rest in safety. You will lie down and no one to make you afraid, and many will court your favor. But the eyes of the wicked will fail, and escape will elude them. Their hope will become a dying gasp. Job 12 Job Then Job replied, Doubtless you are the only people who matter, and wisdom will die with you. But I have a mind as well as you. I am not inferior to you, who does not know all these things. I have become a laughingstock to my friends, though I called on God and he answered. A mere laughingstock, the righteous and blameless. Those who are at ease have contempt for misfortune as the fate of those whose feet are slipping. The tents of marauders are undisturbed, and those who provoke God are secure. Those God has in his hand. But ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds in the sky, and they will tell you. Or speak to the earth, and it will teach you. Or let the fish in the sea inform you. Which of all these does not know that the the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. Does not the ear test words as the tongue tested 
tastest food is not wisdom found among the aged does not long does not long life bring understanding to god belong wisdom and power counsel and understanding are his what he tears down cannot be rebuilt those he imprisons cannot be released if he holds back the waters there is drought if he lets them loose they devastate the land to him belong strength and insight both deceived and deceiver are his he leads rulers away stripped and makes fools of judges he takes off the shackles put on by kings and ties on loincloth around their waist he leads priests away stripped and overthrows officials long established he silences the lips of trusted advisers and takes away the discernment of of elders he pours contempt on nobles and disarms the, the mighty he reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into the light he makes nations great and des- and destroys them he enlarges nations and disperses them he deprives the leaders of the earth of their reason he makes them wander in a trackless waste they grope in darkness with no light he makes them stagger like drunkards job 13 my eyes have seen all this My ears have heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you, but I desire to speak to the Almighty and to argue my case with God. You, however, smear me with lies. You are worthless physicians, all of you. If only you would be altogether silent. For you, that would be wisdom. Hear now my argument. Listen to the pleas of my lips. Will you speak wickedly on God's behalf? Will you speak deceitfully for him? Will you show him partially? Will you argue the case for God? Would it turn out well if he examined you? Could you deceive him as you might deceive a mortal? He would surely call you to account if you secretly showed partially. Would not his splendor terrify you? Would not the dread of him fall on you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes, and defenses are defenses of clay. Keep silent and let me speak. Then let come to me what may. Why do I put myself in jeopardy and take my life in my hands? Though he slay me, yet will I hope in him. I will surely defend my ways to his face. Indeed, this will turn out for my deliverance, for no godless person would dare come before him. Listen carefully to what I say. Let my words ring in your ears now that I have prepared my case. I know I will be vindicated. Can anyone bring charges against me? If so, I will be silent and die. Only grant me these two things, God, and then I will not hide from you. Withdraw your hand from me and stop frightening me with your terrors. Then summon me and I will answer and let or let me speak and you will reply to me. How many wrongs and sins have I committed? Show me your show me my offense and my sin. Why do you hide your face and consider me your enemy?
Will you torment a wind-blown leaf? Will you chase after dry shaft? For you write down bitter things against me and make me reap the sins of my youth. You fasten my feet in shackles. You keep close watch on all my paths by putting marks on the soles of my feet. Some men waste away like something rotten, like a garment eaten by moths. Job 14 Mortals born of woman are a few days and full of trouble. They spring up like flowers and wither away, like fleeting shadows they do not endure. Do you fix your eye on them? Will you bring them before you for judgment? Who can bring what is pure from the impure? No one. A person's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. So look away from him and let him alone, till he has put in his time like a hired laborer. At least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again, and and its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground, and its stump die in the soil. Yet at the scent of water it will bud and put forth shoots like a plant. But a man dies and is laid low. He breathes his last and is no more. As the water of a lake dries up, or a riverbed becomes parched and dry, so he lies down and does not and does not rise till the heavens are no more people will not wake or be roused from their sleep if only you would hide me in the grave and conceal me till your anger has passed if only you would set me a time and then remember to me if someone dies will they live again all the days of my heart service i will wait for my renewal to come you will call and i will answer you you will long for the creature your hands have made surely they surely then you will count my steps but not keep track of my sin my offenses will be sealed up in a bag you will cover over my sin but as a mountain erodes and crumbles and as a rock is moved from its place as water wears away stones and torrents wash away the soil so you destroy a person's hope you overpower them once for all and they are gone you change their countenance and send them away if their children are honored they do not know it if their offspring are brought are brought low they do not see it they feel but the pain of their own bodies and mourn only for themselves job 15 then eliphaz the temanite replied would a wise person answer with empty notions or fill their belly with the hot east wind would they argue with useless words with speeches that have no value but you even undermine pity piety and hinder devotion to god your sin prompts your mouth you adopt the tongue of the crafty your own mouth condemns you not mine your own lips testify against you are you the first man ever born were you brought forth before the hills do you listen in on god's counsel do you have a monopoly on wisdom what do you know that we do not know what insights do you have that we do not have the gray-haired and the aged are on our side men even older than your father
Are God's consolations not enough for you? Words spoken gently to you? Why has your heart carried you away? And why do your eyes flash so that you vent your rage against God and pour out such words from your mouth? What are mortals that they could be pure, or those born of woman that they could be righteous? If God places no trust in his holy ones, if even the heavens are not pure in his eyes, how much less mortals who are vile and corrupt, who drink up evil like water. Listen to me and I will explain to you. Let me tell you what I have seen, what the wise have declared, hiding nothing received from their ancestors, to whom alone the land was given when no foreigners moved among them. All his days the wicked man suffers torment, and the ruthless man through all the years stored up for him. Terrifying sounds fill his ears, When all seems well, marauders attack him. He despairs of escaping the the realm of darkness. He is marked for the sword. He wanders about the food like a vulture. He knows the day of darkness is at hand. Distress and anguish fill him with terror. Troubles overwhelm him, like a king poised to attack, because he shakes his fist at God and vounds himself against the Almighty, divinely charging against him with a thick, strong shield. Though his face is covered with fat and his waist bulges with flesh, he will inhabit ruined towns and houses where no one lives, houses crumbling to rubble. He will no longer be rich and his wealth will not endure, nor will his possessions spread over the land. He will not escape the darkness, a flame with will wither his shoots, and the breath of God's mouth will carry him away. Let him not deceive himself by trusting what is worthless, for he will get nothing in return. Before his time he will wither and his branches will not flourish. He will be like a vine striped of its unripe grapes, like an olive tree shedding its blossoms. For the company of the godless will be barren, and fire will consume the tents of those who love brides. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Their womb fashions deceit. Okay, that was an intense uh, dialogue. It's not a dialogue. Conversations um, among Job and his friends. Imagine you're losing everything. Um, feeling pain all over your body from head to toe. You, you did not. You do nothing wrong, and you know that you do nothing wrong, and yet you get all this misfortune. And you've got friends who come to you not to comfort you. But but to 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 point fingers at you, to corner you, to push you to admit that you're wrong. That is so wrong. Okay. Well, this is a very good lesson of job. Let us be thankful that we are not job. Okay. Thank you for switching. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so sorry. Okay, bye-bye.